Oh hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to Secondary Fermentation, episode number 69. Nice. I was waiting for Nick, but he didn't say it. I just was ending it on that. (laughs) We're almost Uh, episode 70. Yeah. (laughs) We're almost at that elusive milestone (laughs) episode 70. (laughs) You know, just one away from the glorious episode number 70. Mm-hmm. But we're back. This is Joe, joined by Lauren and Nick. Lauren, that was a very over-exaggerated head gesture as you were speaking. Mm-hmm. Well, what was I? I was thinking um, about Shady's back, back again. <laughs> so, like that was the <laughs> that was song that. I had playing in my head. Nice. Well, we're here, episode number 69, and we're dangerously close to Thanksgiving on the release of this. Actually, if it was to schedule, it would have been Thanksgiving. (laughs) But we're going to release this a couple days early because the topic of du jour is... (laughs) <laughs> what? The topic of du jour. Like Dijon mustard? The, what? The topic du jour. Du jour? Not, um, I, I was planned that too late. The topic du jour is Thanksgiving beer pairings. And, uh, you know, we, we uh, did this a little differently this time. We each picked a, like, course of the meal and then picked a beer to go with that. So I picked uh, the main course, the entree. And then what'd you guys pick? A dessert. And I have the side dishes, if you will, Ooh. or starters. If, I don't know. To me, it's like Thanksgiving. You always have everything out at once. So yeah. can't really call them like an appetizer or starter, mm-hmm. just the side dishes. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's enough eating going on that you can have two beers with all of that stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, a lot of the stuff that gets put out, they're kind of grazing so, like, yeah. got your charcuterie board. I mean, you may have olives at that point. <laughs> you might have olives, <laughs> depending Just on your olives. family. Might have olives. Um, like, fruit, pickles, mm. just random things. I feel like that's that, but then, like... That's your grazing period. Yeah, but then, like, your sides and stuff, or, you know, your classic stuffing. Deviled eggs. Oh, yeah. Mashed I love deviled potatoes. eggs. Mm-hmm. All the good stuff. Odd and good, good. Maybe some corn pudding. Huh, yeah. That was a thing that my family always corn did. Pudding. Yeah. Is it just like cream of corn with like a, is it kind of like a casserole? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a casserole. It's like the, kind of bready. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we've had probably the same thing. Just We called it corn casserole, but it was... Corn casserole. Like the top had like a cor- like the cornbread like mix. Didn't have cornbread. It was okay. more like just like... White bread. Uh, it's hard to explain. It was kind of like so uh, they were different then. It's like rice type pudding, consistency. but not. <laughs> Both corn. Both Both corn. It's like chocolate pudding, <laughs> but completely well, different. That's what I was gonna say. It's like yeah, it's like a Jello box of pudding mix mixed with corn. Yeah, but enough about that stuff. Anyway, for now, what do we got going on? We you know we talked last episode about the beer advent calendars. We've marked the beginning of stout season. You know, I really just think now, just leading into the holiday periods, mm-hmm. is really kind of where we're getting. So, at the time of this episode release, we'll be not too far away from uh, busting out those beer advent calendars. And also, in the last episode, we talked about getting the Bourbon County Stouts, which yeah. I erroneously kept saying 2024, because I apparently <laughs> don't know what year I'm in. The 2023 release is is this year. Um, and we plan still on doing a vertical tasting, which we have both the 21 and the 22. We've confirmed 
we didn't have a 20 right not downstairs so i don't okay. think there they would be any other place so yeah. i do think we just well <coughs> i suppose three is probably reasonable probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> three is plenty we have two i think of the 21s for some reason yeah i think we just saw an extra one and just got it and you know we're like well why not but so do you think beer appreciates like that the, that kind of beer anyway like i don't know i i would i'm not sure if, it's, if it's happy that we're doing that or not <laughs> Does the beer really appreciate what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I appreciate the beer, but does the beer appreciate me? That was the route I went down when you oh. said that. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, like, I, I guess I should have clarified that. I guess maybe like uh, I would say probably something that's aged like that that would you know do well with aging wood in that secondary. Yeah. This, I mean, the secondary market is strong for some things. Keeping them from years and years may not be great, but I'm pretty sure that you'd have some appreciation probably not bourbon county just because no. so uh accessible well and and i guess not even for more local based barrel aged offerings because i know when i went to mother earth in the last year or so they were they were selling a like one or two year old uh, silent noche yeah and they had another like a couple of silent night series beers but they were at least a couple years old at that point uh, like from the release mm-hmm. date and they were still like 20 bucks yeah which is what you typically pay for them anyway so they i think they just wanted like they found an extra box of them or uh not a box but you know yeah so they were trying to sell them off i don't think there's probably a huge markup for that kind of thing this was kind of curious if maybe it's, oh it's, some of them though like some some like the whales you know people yeah. sell for like tons of money it's crazy um but we have we don't have to deal with any of that but yeah, so we so we plan on doing that. So that'll that'll be in the future, um, you know. And we'll, we'll go through the holidays. Hopefully, you know, we'll we'll have our beer pairing. So we bought them. We're having them tonight. But maybe we could try it actually at Thanksgiving dinner and see how it turns out. Yeah, I'll uh, be having sort of an early Thanksgiving dinner with the family uh, this upcoming weekend before Thanksgiving, and I'll see if I can break out a few. My sister's into craft beer. Rest of the family, not so much. So Jen and I and my sister might be the only ones partaking, but it'd be good to kind of dabble because we're going to have a full spread of, you know, the, the usual suspects for side dishes and turkey and all that stuff. So, Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, Lauren, are we having turkey? You're a ham kind of gal. I am a ham gal. Um, Which is just so, I feel like it's just so un-Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, we can get a turkey... I like I, have, I haven't thought that forward yet. I need another week to decide what we're eating for Thanksgiving. So <laughs> what we're doing, my sister suggested that we just get the turkey breast instead of a full turkey. Yes, we which is so that. much easier. Deli I'm like, turkey yes, brilliant. That actually is really smart. We we'll do that. We did that last year, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. We'll do both. Okay, there you so go. So I can still have ham. You can still be hammed up. Yes, yeah. I think that's what what part she was getting because there was a discussion about white meat versus dark meat and i'm definitely more dark meat and i think most of my family is as well but the breast would be a white meat so maybe yeah maybe that's not what they said mm. um but anyway yeah instead of buying the whole turkey and then to thaw it and cook it and it takes up all that. that oven space so now we have all the space for the yeah the sides which to me i enjoy the sides more than the turkey me so too. yeah it's a little yeah. overrated i'd say the turkey yeah yeah especially yeah. if it's dry yeah, well, I mean that's you can not really good, mess it up. Yeah, you can't really mess it up. <laughs> but, or uh, if you burn your house down trying to do a, a deep fried yeah. turkey. Oh my gosh, yeah. 
Those are, those are <laughs> videos of people like dropping them in and they just blow everywhere. Yeah. That's dangerous. But yeah, so uh, with this pairing stuff, we tried to to stick with beers that are widely distributed. So if you felt so inclined, you could purchase them yourselves, and you could perchaps uh, take a little swig as you're eating your stuff and let us know what you think. Or, you know, we just wanted to make so it was a little bit more relatable than us going, you know, oh... Local Oak Brewing, which distributes nowhere, yeah. has this beer, <laughs> we and crowler. we think it's really good. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we picked up a crowler from our local brewery, and we think that you should have this beer, so fly over here and get it before it sells out. Uh, but we got some, you know, kind of household names, I think, uh, as far as beer options go, and, and shall we just jump in? Let's we dive shall. In. So I'm starting us off with the side dish course, if you will. Although, as we said, Thanksgiving doesn't really have courses as much as just a buffet style. I'll have a tin course. <laughs> tin. Can you imagine like, having yeah. to wait for each side to come out? Um, Cranberry sauce. How disappointing of a course would that be? <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't knock it. Chunky. I will knock it. Mm-hmm. Um, have a gelatinous cylinder. I think that's probably is because I've never had homemade cranberry sauce. Mm. Which I've always tried just the one that comes in a can. You slice it. Yeah. It's just not. <laughs> it doesn't look good, and it doesn't taste very good. I mean, it's okay. But yeah, it's fine. But it it's like not complements like like... some of the other dishes. It yeah. just doesn't add too much. So, But I will, spoiler alert, not be featuring cranberry sauce. So I picked up a beer from Harpoon, which is in Boston, Massachusetts, and they've got a location in Windsor, Vermont. So the Northeast-based, but they distribute pretty widely. So more than likely, you've seen Harpoon at your local bottle shop or grocery store, depending where you live. This is actually a seasonal release called Flannel Friday. Interesting style. It's marked as a hoppy amber ale. Ooh. So traditionally, an amber ale is going to or a red ale is going to be malt forward, a little bit sweet. Uh, really good beer for like universal pairing with food. It's one of the better options you can get for accommodating different flavors. So this is interesting because it has the addition of some more hop character than is typically present in an amber. Ooh. So I'm going to give us a pour here, and then we'll go through a quick tasting of the beer, and then. Some pairing options. Does it say the hop variety on it? It doesn't on the bottle, but I will see if I can find it on untapped. Oh, never mind. On the neck of the bottle. It features Citra, Simcoe, and Cascade hops with notes of caramel and roast. Interesting. Beautifully poured, sir. Very interesting on the nose. Delightful, some might say. So first off in the glass, you know, looks quite amber. (laughs) Yeah, a little lighter, coppery red. I guess not quite copper, but more reddish hue. I mean, it kind of looks like a copper penny to me. Does it? Maybe uh-huh. it's the light I'm holding it to. But... You're also colorblind, so it's fine. Wow. <laughs> really digging deep there. <laughs> Cutting them deep. Good um, color of foam that's pretty persistent, and you can easily rucks up a new one by giving it a little spin. Mm-hmm. Some nice lacing on the side of the glass. Clear as day yeah definitely good hop character on the nose it comes across a little bit juicy a little bit citrus e it does it's very like interesting smell it reminds me of something but i'm just having a very hard time of pinpointing what it is hmm. definitely some of the malt character still peeking through not to be outdone or outclassed by the hop you know at, at base it is an amber ale and so i'm Hoping to get some of that sweet, like they mentioned, the caramel flavor, a little bit of roast, 
not too dark or not too roasty. I think the hops will kind of tone that yeah. down a bit. It's almost like a citrusy cookie somewhat. A citrusy so. cookie. Interesting. But it's got like grapefruit coming through on the Ooh. schnoz. Grapefruit, that's a good I one. I think that's what's throwing me off. Just the maltiness is why I said the cookie. It's like sweet oh. juiciness. It doesn't really smell like a lemon cookie or anything it like that. It does not, yeah. Ooh, I stuck my first drink. Well, I did take a sip earlier, so I lied. This is my second drink. <laughs> I kind of had to know what I was working All with. All right, I lied. This is my 10th drink of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I've had eight of these before today. <laughs> I got a case, but I figured we only needed one for the tasting, so. Mm. Yeah, so a really nice, complex, and balanced amber ale. Like I said, it's not one-dimensional in that it's just, you know, bready and caramely. It actually has, while while the I think the aroma is pretty present, it's actually a little toned down in flavor. I don't think it's overly aggressive in hop flavor, but it does have some of those, you know, kind of piney and citrus, uh, citrus hop flavors coming through. But um, I don't know. It's like it's a mix of like earthy and like, juicy like you said kind of like that grapefruit juice it's really interesting yeah i I actually find it quite enjoyable and i think um it's very and this may sound negative but it's very like neutral Mm -hmm. um so i feel like your sides have a wide variety i mean from olives to <laughs> deviled <Good> eggs olives. <laughs> to, you know cranberry sauce mashed potatoes gravy i feel like this would go well with all of those things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i think uh so it is it's it's i think it's less aggressively malty than mm-hmm. i was expecting mm-hmm. yeah and it's not as full-bodied i think it's a little lighter uh and then the hop character kind of cuts through with a clean finish yeah i think that's a good i think it makes it a good all-arounder for uh side dishes because i mean like lauren was talking about charcuterie boards or you know creamy various things macaroni and cheese or Mm -hmm. something like that which delicious Mm. um but still i think the the like bittery hot bitter hoppy finish right would be a nice cut of that cheese or of some of those thicker, fattier sides that you've got. Yeah. And I was thinking particularly with, you know, an amber ale as my initial style until I found this hoppy variety. Uh, you know, really good thing that came to mind for an amber was doing a, you know, prototypical green bean casserole with your oh, cream yeah. of mushroom soup in there or maybe people make it from scratch <laughs> we always just pull the camels cream of mushroom but uh and you get those little bit of the you know fried onion straws on top mm-hmm. and so you get like the you know vegetal kind of earthiness from the green beans that really creamy rich cream of mushroom sauce or <laughs> soup cream of mushroom when you said like make it yourself all i could think was boy i just love cream and mushrooms i'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> take these mushrooms <laughs> What is cream of mushroom? Like, what is that? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't it's like, think how do you, know. how would you make that? At all? Yeah, I don't know. It's like cream of chicken. Why does the chicken have cream? Yeah. What? Campbell's, you have some explaining to do. It's not like, it's not like, you know, mushroom flavored cream. It's cream of the substance. It's like. Which doesn't inherently what? produce cream. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> cream. Living the dream. Obtaining the cream. <laughs> Goodness. 
That was a Churdley's uh, video thing. Do you oh. remember that? He was like in the ice cream truck. It was like oh, when yeah, him the, and Trevor Wallace were like screaming the, like, at each other all the time. Yeah. 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 The, uh, well, I feel like there's a lot of side dishes that have that creamy kind of earthy profile. So green bean casserole came to mind. The other one I thought of, and I was looking on the Homebrewers Association website, and an amber pairs well with that really earthy stuffing that you might get because mm-hmm. it's got a really bready presence with, you know, some of the diced onions, some celery, whatever vegetable add-ins you have. And, you know, the broth can kind of create this really warm, inviting, earthy dish. And so the, the caramel nature and the bready nature of an amber ale uh, pairs well. It complements that, that flavor well. But I think with the addition of hop in this amber ale, it actually gives you the opportunity to kind of expand into other side dishes. And so another one that came up was like just mashed potatoes and gravy. And I don't think I would have thought pairing a, a hoppy beer with mashed potatoes and gravy as a, you know, it wouldn't come to mind initially, but mm-hmm. it makes sense when you have something as rich as gravy and something like kind of fatty. You mentioned like, you know, cutting through and clint like kind of a clean finish. And so, you know, I think going from dish to dish, like you get something like that, you can take a sip of your hoppy beer, or in this case, the hoppy amber from Harpoon and really kind of cut down on that fattiness of the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the gravy. And so anything you have gravy, I guess you can uh, attribute that as well. But, yeah, I think the big two that came to mind for me, green bean casserole, um, stuffing, and then if you want to throw in the mashed potatoes and gravy just to kind of cover all bases. Yeah. But, yeah, I really think this would go super well with stuffing just because, um, like I said, it's, it's caramely, it's rich, and then you've got, a little bit of that hop character to kind of, and it's like citrusy too. So mm-hmm. I think it kind of goes well with the, the yeah. kind of cornucopia flavor you get in a stuffing. Um, at least ours, you know, we kind of did the Stouffer's box mix, I think, but it's got a little pizzazz. Yeah. Some people get real, you know, real fancy and make their own, their own stuffing, but you know, you get a lot of good, you get a vegetable medley in there. It's bready. It's sweet. It's earthy. Some people put gravy on there. And so this uh, would really do well to kind of cut through all that flavor while having some of that underlying amber ale to kind of complement the the breadiness too. Yeah. Yeah, I really like this beer. I think I feel like I might go get some before Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> get like a 12 pack and have it for Thanksgiving cuz I think this is a, a a great like just subtle. Yeah. Uh, what's the ABV? It can't be much. I was just thinking it's got to be 4. like 5.2%. Oh, 4.7 is what it is or you were just no, that's what, Oh, that's I your guess. guess. You're guessing 47 when you I said 52. It's actually 5.7. Ooh. It's a little bit higher than maybe we thought. Wow. But still drinks very light as well. And I feel like this is a very approachable beer for people who don't like hops in their yes. beers. Because it, it balances it out. It's nicely. almost like a session IPA, but it's... Brown. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. But yeah, it's good. I mean, look at that. And look at that lace. Look at that lace. Look at that lace. Yeah. I have no lace. Didn't intend for this to be like such a universal pairing option, but I think it would work with almost any side dish you can think of. Yeah, I think twelve of these would pair with Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I think twelve of these would be dinner, <laughs> boy dinner, <laughs> boy dinner. Oh, that's funny. Oh gosh. <laughs> funny. Oh, that's funny. Ha <laughs> ha. But the sad thing is, like you actually thought it was funny. <laughs> I know. Lauren's laugh doesn't work anymore. Ha ha ha. Lauren is That's definitely it. not an AI model. <laughs> Where's the real Lauren? What have you done with her? 
Ha ha ha. <laughs> I find that comical. <laughs> that was quite hilarious. That comment generates or <laughs> that comment violates the guidelines of my use in terms of agreement. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm gonna break robot Lauren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm really impressed. I I did check the untap rating before I bought this, just as I tend to do when I'm shopping at a bottle shop. And it had a pretty high average ranking coming in at a, an average 3.58. That's not actually high. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, sorry, it was a friend's right now. It's high for an amber. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's pretty good for yeah. an amber ale. So it was coming in at a whopping 1.4 bottle caps. Well, actually, so this has 50.5 thousand check-ins. The average rating is 3.58, but my friend's average rating is 4.13. Dang. And so I'm going to trust my friends over the world, you know. My friends. How many friends rated it? Two. It's actually uh, Stephanie Bells and Ryan Miller. I think, no, actually it was Tom... And Stephanie. Tom. Tom Schultz, who's tried about every beer you can think of. His, his <laughs> yeah. check was actually from 2017. Dang. So over the last six years, this beer has stood the test of time and done well, at least from a, a ratings perspective. But yeah. yeah, so they actually list a little description here. The Toppy Amber Ale is our tribute to the quintessential season of change. A bright hop aroma with late hop additions plays with its strong malt backbone. Amber-hued, medium-bodied, with hints of citrus and pine, this ale is made for the crisp days and nights of fall. Ooh. So I think also just seasonally it makes sense to have this time of year and to go with a, a seasonal meal like Thanksgiving. So Yeah. What do you say we move on to the main course? Lego. A Lego. All right. Time for cracking up a beer. Whereas Nick's was served in a bottle, mine is in a can. Ooh, crispy. A little bit lighter, more yellow. What have we got here, Joe? We've got a beer you've probably heard of before. This is by Victory Brewing, Golden Monkey. Golden Monkey. The Golden Monkey. So I went with this beer, a nice Belgian triple. Mm -hmm. Coming in at a hefty ABV, 9.5%. Not messing around. (laughs) Yeah, it's good to have with the main course because if you have it, Early on, you probably won't make it to dinner. Well, yeah, maybe just one would be fine. Yeah, yeah. So this is a Belgian triple by Victory Brewing in Downington, Pennsylvania. This style guide on Untapped is nose is loaded with Belgian yeast character of banana and clove with an equally fruity body balanced with a light, earthy hop character. Savor notes of orange and spice followed by a dry finish. So I've had this beer a few times. Um, apparently I've never checked it in, uh, but you know, this is kind of a very accessible, uh, widely distributed Belgian triple, uh, and right on the nose. I mean, well, I guess we didn't describe how it looks. Golden (laughs) monkey. (laughs) Elsie started to, (laughs) Oh, you started to, and then I cut you off. Well, no, no, I, I, I think it was because I was like, Oh, what beer are we having? So I cut Uh, off. It was yellow, I heard. It's more yellow. More more yellow than our last copper penny. Looks Um, like a nice dehydrated urine. I was going to say, it looks like a golden raisin. Somebody has proteinuria with all of the foam. Mm. 
Yes, it's yeah, it's like a golden juice. raisin. Is yeah, apple juice is is good. You know, it's it's another clear beer. We've got a little off white uh, color of foam. Again, some good lacing. Yeah, it's one of those beers that leaves just like a thin film of the the bubbles on top. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost dissipates entirely, but it leaves almost like a mist of head on top. A wisp, yeah. a wisp of head. Uh, but this beer aroma. Straight up, you know, Belgian, clove, spices. Yeah. You know, really some of those phenolic characteristics that are just so telltale of Belgian-style yeasts. A decent bit of, like, maltiness and warmth in there as well. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, nicely warm's a good spiced. descriptor. Yeah, it's, like, spiced and warm. Mm-hmm. I already know Elsie's not a big fan of the... Belgian variety. Belgian yeast. I'm not, but this isn't bad. Like, it's not the worst beer I've ever had. <laughs> what a glowing review. Not the worst beer I've ever <laughs> People had. People victory are like shouting, yes, <laughs> yes, we've done it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this would pair nicely still with some turkey. Yeah, and so that's kind of the, the flavor profile. Like it said on there, you know, a little bit of orange, some spices, um, a little bit of a drier finish and some alcoholic sweetness in there as well. And I thought, you know, that would pair nicely with some turkey because what are the, you know, you think about the spices that you've got going on in some of these holiday mm-hmm. birds and holiday hams. As you say, you know, with a ham, you got a nice sweet glaze, maybe yeah. a little bit of, uh, you know, some of those similar spices and spice characters. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went with a synergistic approach. But I think one thing that's nice about a Belgian triple is you've got that multi backbone that kind of evens things out, but you also got a stronger alcohol character that helps cut through some of those greasier foods. And I think it works equally well with a greasy, greased up ham, <laughs> or <laughs> or a, or if somebody cooked the bird a little long and you got a dried out old turkey, this will help wet your whistle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> start dunking your turkey in the mm-hmm. pan. <laughs> yeah. But while it does have a dry finish, it's still got some of that sweetness and that spice character that'll complement it and just kind of, you know, maybe you could dunk a little dunk a little turkey in it, drizzle it over the top. I just started thinking about or the office. Or just drink it normally. <laughs> in the office when Michael dunks the uh, asuboko or whatever, the that like mm. slow roasted beef dish, and he's yeah. dunking it in the, in the wine. <laughs> Jane's like, can you not do that, Michael? And he's like, I have soft teeth, you know this. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh man office references aside definitely i think this would go well with yeah a really savory you know turkey or the ham and again you have some of those spices like you mentioned that's a really good synergistic way to pair this mm-hmm. just having you know some of the the clove and some of the i guess you know the banana flavor i don't think necessarily needs to come into play but every that aspect of it is like you know, right on par with a you know a savory yeah. dish like that. And it's not a heavy banana. <laughs> banana. Banana. Yeah, on the nose no, it's you kind of get some of that, but like no, I think more of like the esters are. You know, there's a subtle ester characteristic, but I think it's more phenolic balanced uh, with that spice and warmth and the alcoholic warmth too. When you yeah. taste it, is a nice finish. It's not too. It's not like runts, you know, banana runts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I think the finish is my favorite part of this beer. 
each sip it like finishes. You get a really big hit of that spice character. The fin- the finale character comes through, um, and it's just to me. I think that would go really nicely with you know some dark meat turkey with a little bit of gravy, even like a, a spiral ham with some of that like brown sugar glaze. Yeah, the ham is spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh, spiral ham. Spiral. That's a thing, right? Spiral turkey. ham. Yeah. It yeah. Is. It's just the way it's cut, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's very spirally. You know, it's not like they're a certain breed of pig. <laughs> <laughs> it's the curly Q pig. Um, yeah, but no, like for the, this beer, when I like drink it and then think of pairing it with turkey, I uh, just kind of think of you know you ever see maybe it's ham or whatever where that's prepped where the, all the little clove is like stuck. The little like clove bulb things are like stuck all in the meat. It kind of looks like Hellraiser esque. Oh, you know I don't what I'm talking about? That. No. I have no idea what you're. That sounds frightening. You've not seen that. Is Hang this on. referring? Like, are, are there pineapples and Maybe, like yeah. cherries on it? That's a turkey. Okay, but like little like things of spice stuck in them. <laughs> I gotta Google this now to make sure I didn't have a fever dream or something. Yeah, yeah, with the pineapple there, yeah, like you yeah, said. Yeah. Okay, I'm not crazy. For a minute, I was worried there, but yeah. Um. Oh, it's a ham too, but. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's all I can kind of think is this like that. But overall, I think this would be a good one. Again, very accessible beer, decent ABV. So don't be, you know, going ham on them as you're eating your ham. <laughs> uh, that was so funny. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. In the last three minutes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, in the last thing you'll ever hear. In the last. <laughs> I'm going to plot a murder. I'm not going to do it on the podcast. Nick. Well, this number oh. has to make it to air. So. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. You can edit it out. I'm going to leave it in there just for that purpose. So if anything happens to me or Joe, yeah. you know who to contact. It wasn't me. wasn't me. Are we ready to move on to dessert? I do believe. I'm always ready for dessert. So, uh. you know, that's the kind of tricky thing with desserts, right? Um. You can either have a beer to pair with your dessert, or you could choose to just have your beer be your dessert. Um, So the first thing I have is, you know, if we're trying to pair a beer to go with some of our holiday festive favorites. Um, So I have Rogue Hazelnut Brown Nectar. Um, I'm going to crack it. Ooh, that was like a delayed crack. I like it. Oh, wow. The color's not what I would have expected. Right out of the can, I could see it. Oh, that looks really good, though. You know, so this is the hazelnut brown nectar, but they had nut, just nut brown is a popular one that they've got, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've had that one, too, when we were out there. Oh, uh, yes, when we went to Rogue. You know that one time we went to Rogue. Went in Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what I always say. Do as the Rogans do. <laughs> do as the Rogans do. I feel like that was a plug for the, Have the podcast Rogan experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nootropics or whatever. What's that? What's that? What's he always say? Is that what it is? Like, he always wants to do, like, nootropics or something. Oh. Joe Rogan. Always doing know. something crazy. I don't listen, so I don't know, but... So, I mean, definitely darker in color than our last um, beverage. I think this is more like a caramelly. 
Um, it's almost got like a maraschino coffee? cherry-esque what? color on the okay. edges as the light shines through. It like has a gradient. There is like a red hue to it. Yeah. It's like a brownish red hue, but it's... Compared to the amber, I feel like the amber was... It was also more opaque. Or, sorry, translucent. This is like slightly mm-hmm. opaque. Who is it? Uh, hue or amber? <laughs> You're confusing me with who this is. Hue, amber? Whoa. This beer is also hazy. You want to know what's interesting about this can? Well, let me just tell you a little bit about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a nutty twist to a traditional European style brown ale. Dark brown in color with a hazelnut aroma. Do we agree? It's super strong hazelnut. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, it is. A rich nutty flavor, which we haven't tried yet, with a smooth malty finish. Uh, but the interesting part of this can is there is actually it pairs pair it with. Ah. Yeah. So do they differ from what you say? Well, I didn't have this to be my dessert that I was thinking of, but I mean, I think it tracks because I think the trouble that you have sometimes is your desserts are like super sweet. So I think of something that I want to have to either like complement it or cut the sweetness. Um, which I think when we're talking about my next beverage of choice, that's if we're going to replace our dessert with just Mm. our beer. Um, beer, not just for dessert anymore. Yeah. Uh Beer. It's for dinner. (laughs) 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 If this is your slogan, please contact. I'm all anonymous. (laughs) Yeah. I meant just for dessert. (laughs) This smells like, like straight up. If you crushed up hazelnuts and put them in a cup. Yeah, it, it smells really good. I just want to smell it. Oh, did I? Is it too late to tell you I have a severe hazelnut allergy? <laughs> mm, okay, yeah. Feels like something we should have known by now. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, you should have mm. told me that. But yeah, uh, hazel beer. Tan head, did we say that? And this, all these beers are just leaving a fantastic amount of lace. Unless it's just my glass. Did I, like, not clean it? I guess yours is lacy, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I have to kind of, like, stir up some lace. <laughs> Chantilly lace and a pretty face. What's that song? I have no idea. You know that song? No. All right, what's the flavor? Pretty similar to the notes. Um, I think it's more drying and finish. Yeah, it's less dry than the last two. It's for me anyway. N- really nutty, like nut heavy, but also has like not not a bitterness, but it's I guess maybe some kind of roast. It's just it's got some like mm-hmm. it's deep earthy yeah. tones that it's almost like a nut astringency. You know how like sometimes nuts like say you eat walnuts, they kinda mm-hmm. leave like a bitterness like yeah. kind of and that's and like pecans also do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like you said, Lauren, that's actually a good re- a good reason this beer would fit well as a complimentary beer or a um, a cutting beer for your dessert. Because if you have something super sweet for dessert, um, this pairs well being like a nut forward mm-hmm. beer. So it's not going to be you know a cutting beer like an IPA that's going to have hop character. It's going to really kind of wreck the the dessert. I think this has the same I guess characteristic, but it's with a a flavor that would go well with other dessert mm-hmm. flavors or uh, like sweet flavors. Yeah, when I was thinking about, you know, what would I want to have paired with like a pecan pie, 
um, this I feel like would pair very nicely because I think pecan pie is like super sweet and sometimes yep. s- overly sweet. Yeah, sickeningly um, so. On the can, they say that this would pair well with bread pudding, which huh. I don't disagree with. How uh, many different pudding? puddings are there? <laughs> I need some bread pudding. Bread you could pudding. have just a pudding, a pudding exclusive Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Turkey pudding. That's Cold in the pudding. Uh, that broken jaw. <laughs> that ward. Black olive pudding. <laughs> Black olive. <laughs> Yum. Uh, I think this like the thing that I would love to try this with would be like a super decadent like chocolate cake yeah so chocolate cake um even like a chocolate chess pie i think would um a do what? really nice a chocolate chess pie chess pie yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the first time i ever heard her say that she said chocolate chest pie and i was like what does that mean i don't want to know it's Get like away. a soft chocolate filling and then it gets baked and like a pie crust huh it's, it's kind of like the rich. chocolate it's version of a pecan pie yeah oh. yeah pretty much my and mom used to pecan Okay. Pecan. Pecan. Yeah, because yeah, hazelnut already is a good pairing option for chocolate. Yes. And so, yes. But I think hazelnuts and pecans differ enough where it's not going to be like combative with a pecan pie either. And you know, um, honestly, I was thinking about, okay, well, what would I pair with a pumpkin pie and probably more of an Ambriel? I think this would still pair very nicely with mm. a pumpkin pie if you're going to choose to have that at thanksgiving i love pumpkin pie i know we just housed a costco size did you actually finish that no we didn't because it got moldy a little bit Uh, well we didn't realize for the first days of having it that we were supposed to keep it in the fridge so it was (laughs) non-refrigerated for which i've never put a pumpkin pie in the fridge so i mean yeah but it was huge so like it was huge it was very large we uh, joe ate his fill of the pumpkin pie it's pumpkin it's healthy <laughs> it grows yeah. in the ground. It's healthy. Yes. 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 Yeah. You know what? Pumpkin pie should just—it's had its time to shine. We're in November now. It's time for the desserts to. Well, you know, what? pumpkin pie year-round. Bring it on. I mean, sure. I like a more diverse dessert option, like pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure where you're going there. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, I mean, just like expanding <laughs> out of pumpkin season. And they went crepes on that. <laughs> oh wow, creme brulee. <laughs> so I think we we might still do pumpkin pie occasionally. I haven't been home for Thanksgiving in a while, but like this trip coming up here, I know we're having a different dessert menu than normal. Mm-hmm. My mom is going to make cherry bars, which I don't know if that means anything to anybody, mm-hmm. but basically. It's like a bake with like the like dessert cherries and it's got um it's not like pie, it's like the crust of it is more not like cookie, but like bready kind of ish. Okay. Um and then the top has like sort of a, a streusel, but it firms up to where you can Ooh. cut them into bars. Almost like lemon bars, I guess. Is Interesting. It? I think I would really enjoy thing. that. Yeah, and I, so like I don't like crust. So Yeah, it's and it's like baked in, so it's not like a pie where it's just like tons of that yeah, cherry. Filling. It's like it's a thinner filling of the cherry mixed with like a, you know, the pastry bar kind of thing. The ratios um, are all right. Yeah, it's really quite nice. And then I believe we're also gonna have caramel brownies, which this actually probably be good caramel brownies too. I just yeah. said caramel and caramel back to back. I know. I noticed that because I was or like, if, oh, does he say caramel? I say caramel. Pick a lane. I'm I don't. Like, I don't want to. Pick a lane. Or just, just, just like I've always been a caramel boy. Pecan. I'm a caramel boy. Oh. 
I'm a pecan boy. I can't boy. say anything to anyone about their pronunciation of anything. Yeah, but. just tell us what you call hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the subject matter today. We do not have that. This isn't July, Joe. Yeah, okay, we'll save that exactly. for next. Hate year. dogs. Hate <laughs> dogs. Hate dogs. What? Why do you hate dogs? No, I don't. I don't. So, let's say we take the root of, you know, we're just really stuffed and we don't really want to shove any more pie down our face. <laughs> um, so, the other option would be to drink your dessert. So, I have a Deep River Brewing 4042 Chocolate Stout. Did you say chocolate? Chocolate! Chocolate! Chocolate. So Deep River probably not as accessible for you, folks. Not yeah. Near this is just a bonus Eastern North Carolina. Beer. Yeah. Does it Eastern Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> you don't live on East Carolina. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> East Kakalaki. <laughs> the Carolina. They took our styles. Open the can enough to pour it. Lauren is famous for opening the can only like. A third of the way. It does the job. Was I? Able it was to spilling everywhere. Yeah, it was. Now you're from New York. <laughs> Poor. I'm from pack, Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Cat. I got some coffee. Pack the cat. All right, we got some chocolate stout. Very dark. Mm, very. Very. This is the darkest, head. inkiest beer we've had this evening. This evening. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> this is the darkest, inkiest beer. Just period. Now, by appearance alone, would you care to guess the ABV? If you don't already know, did you did you see it? Seven point nine. I'm gonna say it's six point one. Six point five. Ooh, Lauren. pretty close. Modern. Smells. I should have prefaced it with it's the, kind of chocolatey. I think I gave you guys the right idea to guess low. But yeah, um, it doesn't smell aggressively chocolatey to me. It's aged well. <laughs> it's not like that one we had last episode. That was the, super uh, the, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Barrel aged. It was foot fault. Chocolatey. Yeah, fruit fault. With what? Shortbread cookies. Oh, so yeah. So if you just wanted like a, a light snack after dinner, because, you know, yeah. not everybody wants dessert right after you eat. You know, you gotta, say, like, chill for a bit. Say you go. ate so much that a button popped off your shirt and you were looking for <laughs> sewing materials. <laughs> And you found this tin of shortbread cookies, and you're like, okay, this must be the sewing materials. And you open up, but there's actually cookies inside. Because <laughs> <There's> actually... <laughs> so you decided to eat one. <laughs> there's that brand, though, that um, it's got a red box, and it has, like, uh, that gingham... Gingham style? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gingham oh, style. Oh, no. But it's like that. I can't remember that. Walton's maybe? Or Walker. Walker's. Walker's shortbread cookies. Texas Ranger shortbread <laughs> cookies. <laughs> I think this would pair quite nicely. Quite nicely. Yeah, it is. I do declare. I mean, I think this is, it's a pretty, it's not aggressive. When you say chocolate style, I think some people, I also just said chocolate very aggressively. Chocolate, chocolate. style. Uh you know, I think people get the idea of a super heavy. Yeah, this one's not big. that heavy, actually. Um, it's actually more palatable. Yeah, and it's got a good roast character too. Dry, yeah, it does. dry finish mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it it is almost like a, you know, it's like a really dry stout with a touch of sweetness. But yeah, that that maintained lower ABV is nice. It provides you the opportunity to have a beer that you can 
enjoy and not, you know, especially if you've had the other beers throughout the meal, mm-hmm. you're not finishing with like a 10 percenter and then time to break out the Imperial stouts, you know, and then you or can't get home in time stouts. to go Black Friday shopping. So which a lot of places aren't even doing like there's Black Friday Good. sales going on now. So like right now. Yeah. Just buy things just, now. <laughs> just buy them now. Yeah, like Never Target paid already price. has like Black Friday stuff going on. Yeah. Buy it now. Honestly, it's better and it's safer because yeah. you don't have to fight people. Exactly. Yep. And I can just click I go just for a, the fight. Touch of a button. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Grandma. Just, don't, just you like grab something and throw it in somebody else's car. <laughs> hey, I was gonna take that. I wanted that tin of actual shortbread cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that was a sewing kit. <laughs> oh man. I'll be spending Black Friday as I normally do, watching Iowa play Nebraska. I'm hoping that we return to the win column this year after a disappointing loss last year. I think we had like mm. seven or eight years straight where we whooped them. But then you lost last year. Yeah, my family is a Nebraska fan, so it's it's tough. Oh no, we get in big arguments. Not really, but <laughs> there's some fun bantering. Just a bit of banter. Just a bit of banter. Time to take George to football. So yeah, this is a good dessert beer if you're going to replace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. I always make room for dessert, so yeah, I exactly. I would never mm-hmm. be trying to replace dessert with beer, even if you don't have room. Eat till you throw up. No, oh gosh. Yeah, don't do that. That's not cool. <laughs> it sounded like a one of those be a man TikToks. <laughs> be a man. If you're full, keep eating till you throw up. Be a man. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> then you have more room. It does. So. It does. I've never actually eaten until I've thrown up. I think there was one no, time I think where that's very aggressive. I was like, I ate so much that I was like, I want to throw up because I'll feel better. But it didn't cause me to throw up. Yeah, you never so. actually did. Yeah, I mean, I think we have a solid selection. Um, we'll have to get some in triplets. Triplets? What? Triplicate. Triplicate. Yeah, because I feel like. You know, probably me and my dad would be the only ones that would Have them. partake for Thanksgiving. Um, I feel like your dad would like the harpoon one. Yeah, I do. I do, too. Um, probably less so much the... Definitely not the last, the last one. The last one. I don't think he'd care for it. The victory might be questionable. Yeah, probably. But... Let's just get a 12-pack of the flannel. Yeah. What? Yeah. Alrighty. So... Uh-oh. Do you know what time it is? We finished dessert, so that must mean it's time for <laughs> LC's Pick of the Week. LC's <laughs> Pick of the Week. Assume the positions. You know what happens when you assume. You get the Pick of the Week wrong. <laughs> also, if you assume the position, you get a beer in your hand, which yeah. is pretty sweet. I try this at work sometimes. I just close my eyes and stick my, my hand out, and no, nothing ever comes into I my I thought you were just saying you assume the position at work. <laughs> Trying to get that raise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Radical departure from the multi-realm that we've been in. The aroma, sweet. Oh, spilling it. Sweet and fruity. It's very full. <laughs> Why is it so full? <laughs> Um, it smells like strawberry. Yeah, I'm getting like strawberry. Is this is this a seltzer? <laughs> is this a Corona <laughs> strawberry thing that we've had in there? It, it reminds it me of Welch's strawberry soda. 
That's so strawberry. Or like, I almost picked a hey day, but or a hey dad, whatever those are in there. Oh, fridge. happy dad. Yeah. That, that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ooh, yeah, a little bit tart, but almost like just like strawberry tartness, not like lactic acid. Or is it raspberry? I don't know. I'm the foam I just had was very like reminiscent of raspberry. I'm still leaning towards strawberry, but I could see more, more berries. I'm torn. Yeah, I don't know. It's red berry. I just think the tartness combined with it made it like kind of a raspberry hit. But initial gut is like strawberry for sure. It is. uh, I've already looked. You've Um, looked. Oh wow, very red. It's red, but it's clear, and it's got like a light pink foam again great lace <laughs> yeah very foamy too like hmm. yeah aggressively foamy yeah i'm going back to strawberry i think Just bear it, like straight up berry on the aroma. I can't even think of anything else. And it's light underneath it. It's just like, yeah, it's not that tart either. After the more I drink it, the less tart it feels. Um, let's see. Initially, I'm I'm leaning towards calling fruit beer, but I also think it could be a different type of like ale with just a strong strawberry presence. But yeah, it's it's not like overly tart. It's not sour. It's not like funky. It's very clean otherwise besides the strawberry. Yeah. So I don't know if it'd be a blonde ale, like a strawberry it's, blonde ale. And yeah, just, there's not a lot of malt backbone yeah. either. It's su- I think it's a I think it's probably a fruit beer, but it's very clean like you said. Like it's just berry. It's kind of almost one-dimensional it's in berry. that aspect. <laughs> Mint berry crunch. Is it hue? Is it amber? Is it berry? <laughs> Who is it? What? There's so many names. Um, Red. It looks like berry juice, like it does. I just have to. I have to call it a fruit beer. That's what I'd say. It's, it's just not tart enough. It's like not sour, yeah. really at all. The only tartness is like the natural, like berry type tartness. Yeah. Already. <clears throat> Should be Let's, interesting. You've had this beer. Oh! So, this is the Wicked Weed Strawberry Kiwi Burst. Kiwi. The Session Sour. Maybe that's the other thing I was... Oh, sour? It's a Session Sour. Session Sour. It's brewed and canned by Wicked Weed. It's an ale with strawberry, kiwi, kiwi and natural flavors. Are you picking the kiwi up? It contains lactose. It says it's bright, tart, and easy drinking... Sour Session offers a burst of juicy flavor. Combination of strawberry and kiwi will lend a vibrant color and tartness to the Session Sour. What is the alcohol by volume? Uh, it comes in at 4.5. What's the alcohol by weight? <laughs> 12 ounces. What's the alcohol by mass? Uh, do you know when I had this, Lauren? Um, last weekend, weekend before. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if you caught that, but yes. yeah. Oh man! When I stopped I... by to let the dogs out, I was who let the dogs I was like, let out. Let me check the beer fridge, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty. Oh, good. that reminds me, I have some beers to give you. Oh, cool! 
I also chugged it, so I didn't even. <laughs> I chugged it right <laughs> out of the can, so I had no idea it was red. <laughs> That's probably it's, why I didn't pinpoint it directly because mm, I drank it yes. in about ten seconds. I think this is tough because it's a session. It's so light, and yeah. I think that's yeah. why it's kind of one-dimensional. See, you don't see a session sour a lot. I guess I can kind of get the kiwi in a way like that you'd have like a kid's strawberry kiwi fruit yeah, juice. Like, like that's kind of where it's at, but it's not. It's definitely more strawberry. Yeah, it's it's really nice though, and I do remember liking it after I tasted it <laughs> the other weekend. It's easy drinking, that's for sure. You've got us. You bamboozled us. Yeah. Yeah, but right. it's not. It's, it's nice that it's not overly sour, and the way that like a session IPA isn't overly hoppy mm-hmm. typically. Yeah, it's just so sessionable. I can just session this. I can <laughs> session it. Oh man, well, what'd you guys learn today? That maybe we need to plan ahead for Thanksgiving, so that mm. we can. Um, have some planned beverages. With we can our treat girls. our family to a beer pairing, whether they want it the or treat. not. That would be actually kind of fun. We should have a friendsgiving and do a beer yeah. pairing thing. We've kind of talked about the idea of doing like a, a catered beer and food. That would be nice. Just friends. a beer dinner. Yeah, you're gonna cater it. Yeah, we'll just we'll just call, <laughs> we'll get Chick Fil A we'll somebody yeah. Chick Fil A catering. This pairs with waffle fries. Oh yes, yes. <clears throat> um, I learned that there are so many different Thanksgiving side dishes that really go with about any kind of malt forward beer. But also I learned a little bit about the hop um the I guess like the value of a hoppy beer for something that's like really rich and like fatty mm-hmm. uh, or creamy. It's like a creamy sauce or a fatty gravy necessarily like those things uh, i learned a little bit in my research that a hoppy beer can actually help cut some of that so um not something you would think of i think or at least for me it wasn't inherently a, a thought i had that you know drinking a hot forward beer would be wise for those but uh yeah it's pretty much recommended across all the all the boards yeah i learned that you can't cream a chicken but you can cream a mushroom <laughs> <laughs> but you can cream chicken have you never seen cream of chicken? I know. I was, it, was, it was a joke. Oh. <laughs> you just have uh, to blitz it and yeah. add some heavy cream. Yeah. Um, no, what I learned was, you know, adding in some unconventional hops to a amber ale, you know, really makes for a nice beer. You know, I think I think that's what I learned. And if you learned anything... Make sure to give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you try this uh, beer pairing that we've suggested and even worked so hard to release our episode early for, reach out to us on Instagram at East Carolina Beer, uh, on Gmail, EastCarolinaBeer at gmail.com. If you just want to reach out and chat, you can hit us up on either of those menus. We're also on Facebook at East Carolina Beer and Brewing. Uh, you know, and you know, we did the Twitter game, the X game. You know, we really don't check that much anymore. X games and <laughs> X games. We used to be a mix. We used to be a We don't even. Uh, but other than that, uh, we will see you in the next episode. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving.